Okay, everybody, Stephen Key, I'm back. And today I have someone that I've just met just now, basically. <laughs> but what's remarkable, um, this woman is knocking it out of the ballpark. She knows how to get it done. She's extremely successful. And we're going to find out how she's doing it. Marcy, thank you for coming on InventRight TV. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Well, you're doing something right because you're successful. You've got products that are selling um, on, it's QVC, right? Is it? I, I was on QVC for a while. I'm okay. now at HSN. It's interesting. I started at HSN and then I went over to QVC for a bit. Um, and now I'm back where I started. Okay. People are really curious about that. Um, that venue of shopping because the products are great, by the way. Um, it seems like when people get hooked um, on that platform, they buy, they buy, they buy because the products are great. Aren't they great? Yeah. I mean, the quality is wonderful, right? I really think so. And I have to be honest, when I first started, I actually started, um, I was on an invention reality show that Kelly Ripa did years ago, and it was tied to HSN. So the winner would have her product, it was for women, women inventors would have her product marketed and sold on HSN. So, um, knowing that I was going on the show, I had never seen HSN before or QVC. And I thought I better watch this just to get familiar with it. And so I started watching it and I was hooked immediately. Okay. And now I get it. I understand all the fanatical shoppers, um, but not only hooked because they do a great job with the presentations, but once I started getting the products, the quality really was there. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't there, they were going to make it right. Okay. And then once I did get a product on, I learned firsthand what a grueling QA process they have. Okay. And I was so frustrated as the person with the product having to go, you know, jump through all these hoops to get my product approved. Um, I mean, the, just the packaging and the shipping and, and you know, it has to be so perfect. Um, that, you know, I, it was so frustrating, but as a consumer, I love it because I always know good it's going to be what they say it is. That's good yeah. Stuff. So yeah. let's start at the very beginning. I mean, mm -hmm. how do you invent and then how do you go from inventing something to be selling it on QVC? I mean, that seems like <laughs> I'm over here, but now I'm over here. That's a big jump. Did it just, did it happen quickly? Did it take time? Tell us your story. Yeah, good question. And like I said, my, my story is a bit unique because of the invention reality show. So that definitely opened the door for me. But I would say that's all it did was give me that first little. Um, and in fact, in a lot of ways, it was I struggled more because of it, because I based on the show that I was on, I had thought that by winning, you were going to have your product manufactured by them and the whole shebang. So here I won. And part of being on the show was when the show aired, which was going to be in a few months that day after the show, it would say, turn the channel now to HSN to see Marcy selling her product live on HSN. And so I'm thinking, of course, they're going to make it for me. You know, I'm just, this, this is my first invention. I don't know what I'm doing. I just have a great idea that I think everyone's going to love. And, um, you know, the cameras shut down, the production was over and I'm waiting for the calls for this to happen. And the clock is ticking. We're getting closer to the air date. And I'm like, how on earth are we going to do this? And so I finally kind of, you know, I was pretty discouraged and I picked myself up and dusted myself off and said, Marcy, you've got to figure this thing out because this is your one chance. And I got scrappy and I 
made phone calls I would have never dreamed that I would have made. Um, I actually reached out to Joy Mangano, who many of you might know is sort of the queen of home shopping. Her name is really synonymous with HSN and, and the products that she creates are a lot like the ones that I create. And I thought, well, this is a risk, but I'm going to call her and see if maybe she knows of a manufacturer that might be able to make this thing for me. And she was wonderful and she helped me out. And I tell that story because I think so many times as, as inventors or in any career, we're afraid to make that daunting phone call. Um, and I'm always amazed at how helpful people are when you just make the call. I'm glad you said that. She is absolutely wonderful. I had an opportunity to interview her and she didn't know who I was. And the following Christmas, she sent me a bottle of champagne. Oh my gosh. And she wrote me the most, and I have it on my shelf, and she wrote me the nicest note. And I'm thinking, wow, she was helping me? I mean, why would she even remember me? So she's really, um, I'm not surprised. So she That's helped great. you. She gave you some tips and advice. But you go from, I have an idea, I'm going to manufacture it and ship it and sell it on TV. That's a lot to do very quickly. Yes. And that's how it was. It was okay. overdrive, you know, not a lot of sleep, doing everything I could to learn everything I felt like I needed to know. But of okay. course, um, I tell people it really inventing for me is like that whack-a-mole game at an arcade where it's just one obstacle after the next, after the next. And just when you think you find a great manufacturing partner, XYZ happens. And it's just... I'm reading a book right now called Believe It by, uh, it's about the, the story of It Cosmetics, which is one of the biggest um, cosmetic companies in the world. And and she really talks on it, so aligns with my thinking about the importance of knowing your why when you're creating, because that that is the thing that's going to keep you, you know, knocking down those obstacles and putting one foot in front of the other every single day until you get there. Okay, explain that for everybody. What do you mean, knowing the why? Explain that. So what is, what is the reason when you really get to the core, not because you think it's a great idea or not because um, you want to make a lot of money, is, you know, deep in your heart, why do you want to create this product? Is it going to make a difference for people in some significant way? Or are you uh, on the verge of bankruptcy and you have no choice but to make this thing successful? Or what is it for you? Um, for me, at the time, my husband's um, career took a turn where his industry went on strike and he wasn't allowed to work. And I was a stay at home mom with three kids and I have a special needs boy. And I just was panicked and was like, I, I had been keeping this binder of inventions. My, well, I would say since I was like 16 or 17 years old of all these ideas that I thought someday I'll, you know, dust this binder off and bring one of them to life. And when that happened and our bank account was going down and down and there was no idea when his, when he'd be allowed to work again, I just said, this is it. I'm doing this. And I opened my binder and I picked one and just decided failure was not an option. And so on those days when I would get, you know, down and out, I would go back to that why and remember that this, you know, my son and just, okay. The things that, that drove me or, or what to this day got me the success that I have. Okay. You know, I have good ideas, but they're no better than anybody else's. It's that perseverance and that determination, I think. Okay. Let's talk about your products for just a minute. Sure. How do you create them? Do you create them for yourself? This is something I want and I know other people are going to want. Or do you, do you read reviews? How do you do that? How do you come up with those ideas? 
kind of all of the above, but I would say for me, they do really start with me. Um, the product that I went on the, on the Kelly Ripa show with, um, it was just a very real problem I was having in my household. It, the product was called the style and go hair care valet. And it was a wall mounted cabinet, sort of like a restoration hardware looking cabinet that was designed to store and organize all of your hair care appliances, okay. anything electrical. So there was a built in power source and there were hanging mechanisms for each item and cord management. So in my household, my husband would go nuts with all the cords in the bathroom and my curling iron in his sink to cool off. And right. it was just this constant battle. And I thought there's got to be a better way. And there were, you know, kind of real rinky dink things at Bed Bath & Beyond that, you know, solved one problem, but not the whole shebang. And so that was the impetus for that particular invention. But, you know, before going to that next level, I need to know that it's not just a problem that I'm having. You know, um, so many people say that the riches are in the niches, and there is definitely some truth to that in, in some ways. But in my world, in the home shopping world, the riches are not in the niches. We need to know that this is going to have a mass market appeal, that the problem I'm having, other people are having too. So how do so, you, okay, so you, you come up with this idea that you have and you think it's a large market. Is there any way of testing it? I mean, is it a gut instinct? Sure. Do you show it to your, your husband or you show it to some of your friends? How do you say, you know, I'm going with this one? How do you know? Well, I think we all start there with the, we want to show our husband and our friends and our family. But the truth is, you know, we all know that they're going to tell us what we want to hear. They love us. They want us, you know, they want to make us happy. Right. So the, the more experienced I get, the less I even go to them anymore because I know that they mean well, but I need to know, is someone going to reach in their pocket and actually take the money out and actually um, pay for this product? So I do do a lot of market research. You mentioned reviews. I love going on Amazon. One of the first things I do is look at my category and look at products that are within the category. And um, first of all, how are they selling? You know, you, you kind of know how they're selling based on some of the reviews, although you will see ones that have 15,000 reviews and you know, that's probably bogus. <laughs> so, I, you know, you kind of err in the middle somewhere. Um, but looking at the bad reviews, I love that because that shows me what people are not liking about a particular product. So if I'm in that category, I know what needs to be solved within that category. Um, I, as time's gone on, I've, I've learned the importance of, I do do Survey Monkey sometimes um, to get a, a feel for the interest in a product, but not only in the interest, but what key features would they wanna see? What would make them spend the money and how much would they spend if it was available? And then also even understanding where they would wanna buy it and what that buying process looks like. Okay. So that's really helpful. I also um, am starting to, test products with landing pages. So where you can create a landing page and maybe you all already know about this, but um, that sort of makes the product look like it already exists. So I believe in doing um, photorealistic 3D renderings if I don't have a you know legitimate prototype or the product's not ready to go. And putting those up with, you know, putting together a really great features and benefits sell page and you have a, you know, buy now button. And I just want to know how many people are going to click that buy now button. Okay. And that lets me know whether this is something worth going for. Smart. You're so yeah. smart to do, well, this, to do all this. Things. <laughs> a lot of trial and error. Um, for sure. Great information. Thank you. 
Yeah. The way that you're looking at it from the reviews to doing a little testing, not asking your friends, that's just great stuff. Okay. Um, let's talk well, about, I, I mean, you do a lot of on air yourself, right? I mean, I do. I do all my products myself on air. Yeah. Now, how do you, wait, okay. Now let's back up here. Okay. So <laughs> you get into the industry um, and you're making products, you're showing it on the home shopping channel. But now you're pitching yourself. How do you go from like, I'm an inventor, I, I've got this problem, I'm going to manufacture, I'm going to ship it. But now I'm on air. How do you how do you become a TV personality? Because that's kind of what that is, right? You're a salesperson, they got to like you. How do you do that? That is the million dollar question. <laughs> and that was the scariest thing in the world for me when I found out I won and oh my God, now I've got to go on television and actually do this and it is a bit daunting there's cameras everywhere and you've got the numbers there and you've got the producer in your ear the hardest thing about it is how fast the time goes and before I went on I thought oh my god what am I going to say for the, you know I was on I think eight minutes was my first one and I'm thinking it's going to feel like forever and it felt like 30 seconds and when you're on every single second counts and so you have to use your time so wisely and so thinking about what that is you know obviously before going on is really really important and then um you know having chemistry with the host and it's that also that three-way conversation home shopping is a very personal experience for the consumer she feels yeah. like she's sitting there in the living room with you and you're talking to her about the product so you know it wasn't it's taken time for sure it wasn't amazing when i first started at all but as time's gone on, um, I've realized how important that personal connection is. And I feel really lucky. I've found, and I recommend this for all inventors, I've, I've um, really found some Facebook groups that are my customer. I've learned who my customer is. And I'm interacting with them every day and understanding what they like and what they don't like. I even have them help me pick colors for products and you know make them a part of my design okay. process. And so that's been really great. So then when I'm on air, I feel like I'm talking to them and it's just very comfortable. Did they help you when you started? Did they test it? Did they do a, I mean, not everybody can do that. All right. So did they look at you and go, wow, we've listened to you in a meeting. You should be on camera. Did they, how did they finally go? You should be on camera. And did they help you at all? I mean, did they give you tips and advice? I mean, because you do, all those you do minutes go, count. You're right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you do go through training. That's required. Right. So um, yeah, I'm trying to remember how long it was. I think it was a two-day training. Okay. And so you do learn a lot and you do practice on right. camera. Thank, um, you. thank you. Because they're watching this going, this seems impossible. Okay, so thank you for mentioning yes. that. There is a little training thank you yes right. and so you know i think during that training you'll know whether it's going to work for you or not right. and so i think you could always shift gears at that point and there are people that will do it for hire you can pay them to represent your brand i always think it's best if you you know if, if you get the chance to be on home shopping for you to do it yourself okay. um it's just again it's that personal connection and it's your story and it's your baby and no one is going to have that passion for the product that you're going to have. And that's, that's really comes across, I think. Great stuff. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. Everyone, Stephen Key here, InventRight TV. Follow Marcy. We're going to put information down below so you can contact her, follow her. She's got a YouTube channel. If you're interested in doing, learning about all this, follow her. She's going to give all the good stuff.
Marcy, thank you very much. Thank you, Stephen. There's a great idea in each of us. But it's truly magical to see it come to life. Sharing your creativity with the world has never been easier. We can help. 